Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 440 for comics originally releasing February 14th, 2018. Drew, we're going to talk about Valentine's Day. But before we come in, get into what's what? coming out this coming <laughs> Wednesday, isn't that the 14th? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we got, <laughs> yeah. We got the, the, the love of comics and the love of... You know, <laughs> wives and girlfriends coinciding. Yeah. So, yes. get your comics early and then go out to dinner that evening or, or whatnot. But before yes. we get into what's coming out in your co- local comic book shops on February 14th, Drew, we got all kinds of other fun stuff to talk about and a top 10 sneak peek at January's numbers. Yeah, we got all, all kinds of stuff happening. Um, first and foremost, don't forget, we still have the Comics for Fun and Profit spec pick bundle over at Cowabunga Comics. It is. Survival Fetish, number one, from Black Mask. Live Work, from Ad House Books, also number one issue. Day Glow A-Hole, number one, from Silver Sprocket. And Tap Dance Killer, number one, from Hero Tomorrow Comics. Um, Our most back-half spec bundle ever. And uh, we'll see how that goes. And if you're interested in ordering that spec pick bundle from our good friends over at Cowabunga Comics, shoot them an email, orders at cowabungacomics.com. Cowabunga with a K. They'd love to hear from you. Most definitely. Um, I heard a little uh, news about Superman. Ah. Now, I think we may have mentioned that Brian Michael Bendis will be taking over Superman in a previous Just last episode. week we talked about, yep. Because I yeah. said, Bendis on Superman, and you went, oh man, that's the least title I'd want him running on. Yeah, yeah, I was sad. But in, in honor of that occasion, uh, DC is going to renumber... Superman to number one again. So this will be their fourth Superman number one. Three of them being in the last what seven, eight years or something like that. I think Rebirth two um, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. So uh, they're doing this again. Um, I'm curious what your thoughts are on a renumbering this quick uh, since Rebirth. Uh, do you think it's an isolated incident? Do you think it's a pattern of things to come at DC? Uh, and if it's successful, do we expect Marvel to follow suit and discard legacy numbers? So that's a seven-part question, Kyle. Go. Part one, it makes sense. Renorm- renumbering to a number one always makes sense because people jump on number ones. People have extra collectability with number ones. So that always financially makes sense. I always get it when they do that. I don't always like it, but I get it. Number ones, some more. It's just how it rolls. Um, I liked the fact that everything was concurrent with, uh, with, with Rebirth. Everything had started at the, uh, roughly the same time and was rocking and rolling. So it does seem a little like, oh, great, this one's kind of gone back but we still have action comics hitting a thousand with superman within that one so we still have a legacy of sorts with superman that if they want to they want to toss this one back and say bendis this is your baby we're proving it by resetting it take it and run i get it i don't like it necessarily but i get it so we get to a thousand action and then we can reboot that one too (sighs) yeah might as well it's gonna might as well. Might as well. You, you hit the number, you're not going to hit another big number for a long exactly, time. Exactly, exactly. I mean, who cares about 1,100, right? Yeah, one, two, three, four might be nice, but you got all kinds of years before that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think this is a slippery slope, and um, 
Not an isolated incident. I mean, Marvel's been doing it, so will Marvel follow suit? Well, they've been doing it, and they always will do it. They pulled off the legacy numbering for these big numbers, but then they'll hatch right back. Once their biggest title hits 35, they'll reset it. They don't get that high. They haven't really done that yet. I mean, legacy hasn't been around very long. No. They haven't given up quite yet, so... uh, But, yeah, I don't expect it to last too long. Yeah. I, I expect them to give up, and... Um... I, I, I'm one of the few people that's a fan of the dual numbers, you know, where you can have a big old number one, number two, but then in little print, you have the legacy. I would think that, that any Moon Knight fan would be a big fan of that. Because <laughs> you otherwise you can't keep track of <laughs> otherwise it. You can't get, this is volume 65 of one through four. <laughs> this, this, this is called Moon Knight, another attempt. <laughs> that's the name of every story arc. Yeah. on it. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not upset about it. I, um, I get it. Yeah, from a business standpoint, it makes, it does make sense. And I'll buy um, it. I'm not a Superman guy, but a Superman number one with Bendis. I'm not gonna miss out on it. Yeah, gonna be some uh, double page spreads in there. The hard, hard to read. Price uh, point. Be- How much does Superman one with Bendis launch at? Four ninety nine, maybe. Five dollar bug gotcha, I'm with you. Or, or maybe it's just a. Just a, a double shipping two ninety nine book. Lenticular cover. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Uh, speaking of different covers, Segway. <laughs> we've got uh, the Walking Dead issuing three more variant covers featuring art by Bill Sinkevich, my boy, to celebrate uh, their fifteenth anniversary. Um, so uh, we already had a couple. We had Michonne. We had Rick. Yep, and now we have uh, 177, 178, and 179 with with additional Sienkiewicz covers. Uh, I took a quick look at the first one, which I believe was Rick. Mm-hmm. Um, those are selling double and triple cover all day long. Yeah, um, and that's that not hasn't been out that long. So uh, I think these are are highly investable comics, and you should talk to your LCS. By adding these because these are FOC ads and not through the normal solicit cycle. Yep. Um, so I think you can still get in on some of them. Um, maybe not all of them, but some of them you can. Maybe you can. Yeah, you can probably get on all of them. It's just uh, the email just came out. Just making promises. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so if, if your LCS can't do it, um, hey, give the folks at Cowabunga a shot. I bet you they can get them for you. Um, uh, your boy Art Germ. Ah, yes. Uh, and his run on Supergirl is coming to an end. And what a run. Yeah, they've been beautiful covers. So mm-hmm. uh, Supergirl 20 is going to be the last one by Art Germ, and it'll be out April 11th. And it's a beautiful cover. I've seen a screenshot of it. It's going to be great. Um, have you been consistently getting all these? No. I got most of them. But okay, so I, you will not have a complete set. Correct. I will not either, and I don't know if I got bored ordering them, or I forgot, or it was a combination of the two, yeah. but I kind of have some regrets about that. Because <laughs> um, I think, yeah, the, on the one hand, a full set of all the, the Supergirl art germs sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And and more appealing as to sell. And... Uh, and I probably should have. I probably should have stuck it out. I I just thought it was going to go on for infinity. That's what I thought too. I thought, ah, oh, this is going to be a thirty thing run, and then it's going to yeah. be too much to mess with. 
yeah I've, I've got plenty of plenty of these already so i don't i don't need to so now what do i do with my now that i know the art germs are ending what do i do with the ones i have uh whatever the last one you purchased put them up as that lot you put them up as a lot not sell them individually i mean it's up to you but i'm i'm a lot guy okay and how long do i wait i say strike while the iron's hot so just right now, yeah. Might as throw, well. up, throw up what you have, um, and and get rid of them before the sets the sets completely mm -hmm. out in April. Because you know Art Durham's doing a lot more stuff. He he, he uh, you never know if there's an oversaturation point or not. So while they're still desirable, get them up. Okay, That's, that makes sense. And um, what's a lot to you? Three at a time? Yes. Five? Either of those would work fine as a lot. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. M more than two. More than Correct. two. Two is not a lot. Two is a pair. Two is just two comics. Gotcha. Okay. Um, that sounds like a good plan. I like that. Now, um, we had a triple pack of new movie trailers that came out. At least the ones that mm -hmm. I saw came up on my radar. We have First, we have the Solo movie that, that debuted during um, the Super Bowl uh, for the new Star Wars film. That's what, in, in like, May. July it's or a, something it's in like May. that? Well, oh, Memorial. Mm -hmm. Memorial. Memorial. I thought it was Day. really good. It um, what did you think of that? Super well done, super well shot. It, I love. I loved everything about it. Loved seeing uh, Lando in it, Chewie. Yeah. Are we going oh, to yeah. have a oh, yeah. Kessel Run? We will learn exactly how there a Corsac be is being okay. used as a measure of distance and not <laughs> unit. Yeah, we'll find all that out. What do you think of the? He kid looks nothing like him, solo? but go go for it. You just got a little shot. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. You don't. You don't care. Yeah, I did. That didn't really bother me either. Um, I I, I just liked the uh, destroyer mm -hmm. coming out of the the sun like a. That was pretty sweet shot, and of course the Millennium Falcon was looking sweet and. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. Uh, uh, it's just of all the things, that's the one I'm most excited about. But I, I love Ron Howard, so I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know he was doing it. Mm -hmm. That's really. Uh, that's so expect really them to run into Apollo 13 and Tom Hanks yeah, will so make a cameo. This is the last time I'll be uh reviewing us uh, i'm gonna go in cold now so i saw the trailer i know it's coming out i don't need to know anything else about it i'm going to go so yeah, if that's somebody was like oh who do you think that guy is in the mess i'm like i don't want to look no i want to go cold and i just want to enjoy it yeah 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 so so no more solo information but it is coming out memorial weekend and and it looks good enough to me um so i'm there Maybe we could leave one of your children's birthday parties early and go again, like we did last time. <laughs> hey, I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, Deadpool two came out. Uh, it was a fun trailer. Yeah, where they uh, like stopped halfway through and he did a little uh, reenactment, and uh, it was very funny. Cable looked really good. Um, did Did you like that trailer? Yeah, it looked awesome. It had everything I wanted, and uh, I. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, because of that trailer, um, someone uh, identified uh, Shatterstar. Yep. I don't know about anything about it, but I did find out that the first appearance of Shatterstar is New Mutants 99. 99, yeah. So um, 
those were in quarter bins everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you you should have been able to, you should be able to grab those. Um, they yeah. should be somewhere. Um, so load up. They might be worth something. Maybe if it's the it's the new Dark Hawk. Don't spend a lot. Um, <laughs> spend that dollar maybe, but that's spend that, a buck. That's, that's spend a couple. You know, don't spend a, much more than that. But it does also have the first appearance of Feral. So no news if Feral will be in in yeah. Deadpool too. But I get a very X Force vibe as they were walking off that uh, the back of that that airplane or whatever. Walking down that thing. Yeah. Okay. So, what would that what would that trigger then? As far as I, I don't know. It just I, I imagine we I'm I'm guessing we'll hear the term X Force and there will be a group. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Uh, we were talking about Walking Dead earlier. Uh, Walking Dead one seventy six, I believe. I just read that the one that just came out this week, mm-hmm. and um, it had uh, tons of first appearances. In it. Um, it, it's a really good read if you haven't read it. Um, I don't want to spoil it for you, but I also you, you should know who the first appearances are, so that mm-hmm. you it, it, so you can evaluate whether to run out and and stock up or not. Um, so I'll be talking about this for the next ten to fifteen seconds. Um, so you can please fast forward if you want to. But anyway, the first <laughs> appearance that I think is the most spoilery is Michonne's daughter. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and she she appears in the last couple of pages, and I think that's the one that's the real standout. Plus, that governor lady might. might we got be a, a new quote unquote governor. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she could be important, but yeah, uh, it's 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 worth uh, stocking up on as uh, multiple copies if you don't already buy what multiple copies of Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And we get it. We get to meet the person that Eugene was talking to as well. True. Yeah. First, uh, Stephanie. Is that her name? Yeah, I think that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's a good one too. Uh, who knows uh, what she becomes? She seems legit, which is nice because I was worried about her for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, some things, some other things from last week. You might want to check out um, Amazing Spider-Man seven ninety five. Uh, this is the first appearance of the Red Goblin, and the first appearance of Norman Osborn as Carnage. Mm-hmm. Those are already blowing up. Uh, to 15 bucks or so. And so just regular cover A's. So you might want to, um, you might want to snag some of those if they're out there. So that's amazing. Seven ninety five. I missed the boat on this you one. You can, you should. <laughs> I think you got one, but I did not. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good call on that. And then someone said, some people were talking about, uh, Avengers, not Avengers, but, uh, was it Avengers? The new Avengers as well. Someone was talking about there's somebody in an Avengers book. Yeah, yeah, and I can't remember who that one was. Uh, Let me see real quick. While you're doing that, I'll move on to Dastardly and Muttley number six, who there is a Bill Sienkiewicz variant. This is the Bill Sienkiewicz theme today, it seems like. Um, <laughs> those those are um, going are going really well, uh, uh, like 20 bucks. Those are selling for like 20 bucks. If you can get those low print run on Dastardly and Muttley, as you can imagine, yeah. uh, under six thousand, maybe under four thousand at this point, it, it's it's going to be low. Um, uh, Avengers six seventy nine introduces uh, someone named Challenger. The Challenger, nice. Yeah. So that's some of our our spec spec news and other yeah. items. Um, if we want to take a look, oh, we got some preliminary numbers. 
uh, over it. Not yeah, we we got our top ten, but we we've got no real number meat behind it. No, no real number meat. Um, that's awesome number meat. Uh, like that. And uh, but you know you do have our strong Drew and Kyle prognostication on what those numbers will be. <laughs> uh, I I don't think we've been off by more than a a couple of units, right? We're we're yeah, pretty... we're, we're within a hundred thousand most each time, <laughs> plus or minus hundred k. <laughs> yeah. um, first and foremost, uh, the the most comic sold title goes to DC for the month at almost thirty nine percent of the top sellers uh marvel takes 36.69 percent they do edge out in the dollar share with 34 to 33 but it's very close like 0.5 percentage points apart uh Mm -hmm. between marvel and dc image right around nine percent for units and dollars um idw at four dark horse um at, at units only one and one and a quarter um, but uh, dollars two and a half percent. They're they're so they're all those three ninety nine books and four ninety nine books. You know, really pushing those those up. Um, but not a lot of sales juice from anybody else. Dynamite did two and a quarter percent, um, and everybody else is below one or maybe two. Boom had a, a one and three quarter percent sales. So um, doing okay, but. Uh, not not moving the needle much. Yeah. Uh, Marvel shipped the most, uh, 127 things altogether. 40 of 41 of them graphic novels and 86 of them comics. DC shipped more comics, 89, with uh, 28 trades and graphic novels for a total of 117. Image did 80, shipped 80 things. 62 of them were comics, 18 were trades and graphic novels, and IDW uh, did. So um, shipped 68, 43 comics, and 25 uh, trades and graphic novels. So IDW ships a lot of stuff. Uh, you should read more of it, Kyle. You should try harder. I should. You should try harder. Should. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> how much How much IDW are you read? I'm just trying to think of something. I don't have anything in my head right now that I can even <laughs> say that I read. Like, I, I am um, just as guilty. Also, I was just reading the other day... Uh, Michael Bay is being eyed to direct a Lobo movie. Hmm. Our movie, so just FYI. Michael Bay Lobo movie. Interesting. Well, um, a quick look at the year-over-year numbers. Um, January of 2018 versus last January. Uh, it's down 4% in dollars and 11% in uh, comics sold. Uh, trades and graphic novels are up 4%. And up six percent in uh, in total sold. So if you smush those together, you're still down <laughs> down a couple of t- a couple of percentage points in dollars, and still a whopping ten percent in in units sold. Um, so starting off the year in a bit of a slump. Mm-hmm. Although in a kind of a surprise, January did outsell de- December. And that may have been five week versus four week. Five week, yeah, five release weeks. Yeah, that's quite possible. Um, so, um, the top ten has a familiar uh, title at the top, and it's Doomsday Clock number three. Doomsday Clock number three, five dollars. In fact, the first four 
um, of the top ten are all DC books. We have Doomsday Clock, Dark Knight's Metal, and the two Batman books, 38 and 39. Mm -hmm. So we got 140,000, 140,000, and 90 and 90. Do you think Metal is still over 100,000? Was was four? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we know Walking Dead is not over. Mm -hmm. Well, is that 175? Is that the first... New World Order? That's the first $4 book. That's the one with the Stormtrooper cover, as I call it. I don't even know if that's over 80 I mean, I guess I can see it being people being excited about it because it was a great cover. Mm. But what kind of a jump can you expect there? Yeah. That's, that's, that's no higher than 80 right? No, it wouldn't be higher than 80 not at all. And then we know Batman uh, is now below uh, 100000 is it above 90? Are they both above 90? They are, aren't they? They were 94 and 92, 93, respecti- respectively, last month. So they might just be over. They might be, yeah, I was picking them right at 90. I'll give Walking Dead right at 80. Avengers 675, I, I should have paid more attention to, because there's a reason for the jump, I just don't know it. Is it the first of the weekly? Yeah, that's what it was, I think. Because Avengers six seventy four was like thirty three thousand. Yeah, it must be because of that weekly series that yeah. Mark Wade's doing. Okay. Uh, then Batman White Knight number four. Good word of mouth on that book. I think that's helping. Number three was seventy two thousand for White Knight. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that makes that makes sense. That fits right in there. Oh, we've mm-hmm. got Amazing Spider Man Venom. Inc. Omega number one uh, coming in at rank eight. Some first appearances in that book, I can't remember. Really? Okay, I missed that one. Then we have Batman and the Signal, number one. And Old Man Hawkeye, number one, rounding out the top ten. So we've got three Marvel, five DC, six DC, and an image in that top ten. And, uh, you think two of them are over a hundred thousand? Mm-hmm. Um, and how significantly over was Dark Knight's Metal for? What do you mean? What was the number for Dark Knight's Metal for? What do you month? think it was? I I, I thought it was already below a hundred thousand. It was one hundred and fifty-two thousand. Wow! Really? Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So you're yeah. definitely if, if you if you look at December, we have. Uh, Doomsday Clock at 158,000 and Dark Knight's Metal 4 at 152,000. I think Doomsday Clock's going to continue to stay about where it is, 150. Um, I'm going to say Dark Knight's Metal is going to take a drop because people like me have dropped off of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it'll be a. So I'm going to go down to 140 on it. And then I Mm -hmm. think, yeah, 38 and 39 of Batman are in their 90s. So the Mendoza line is, is at 2. Um, which, and boy, it would be cool if, if Walking Dead was over 80, but I, I still think that's probably in the 70s. True. We collect these. We don't want big numbers. Stay small. <laughs> that's true. That's true. As we slide down to uh, graphic novels by number of units shipped, um, which is, they've divided them up this, this time by dollars paid for and unit shipped. But I like units shipped, so we'll just go with that one. And topping the list is Legend of Korra, 
Volume 2, Turf Wars. Followed by Wick uh, Div, Volume 6, The Imperial Phase, Part 2. DC Superhero Girls, Date with Disaster. Descender, Volume 5. Killer Be Killed, Volume 3. Saga, Volume 8. Wolverine Old Man Logan, Volume 6. The Vision Hardcover. Uh, Saga, Volume Number 1, makes another appearance. And Harley Quinn, Volume 4. Surprise, surprise. Um, wow. Saga is on it again. That is crazy. <laughs> that is that is nuts. That it's cracking the top ten with its first volume, and its eighth volume is also on this one. That's that's really amazing that it still sells that well. One of them great nine ninety nine trades. Um, of course, the Vision hardcover is a forty dollar book. So, but you have to get that though, right? Yeah. Um, I would think that would be a beautiful thing to have and um, on the bookshelf. I do not own it mm-hmm. yet, but uh, I think it's something that I'm going to keep an eye out for. Yeah. Um, anything else in the pre, pre-meet numbers? <laughs> with no pre, Pre-numbers with no number meet or whatever we, we said it was. Good to see people sticking around with Kill or Be Killed, even through Volume 3. Yeah, it is out. cool. But yeah, numbers are down. I'm curious to see how February yeah. does. And then, as you said, um, let's let's look at Valentine's Day. All right, Drew, let's have it over to previewsworld.com. Let's look at our new releases, and let's check out the February 14th, 2018. And, Drew, let's start where you and I love to start. Let's start in Dark Horse. Do we love to start there, or do we start there out of habit? Alphabetically, we love to start in Dark Horse. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Don't care about Jenny Finn or Giants. No, I do not. All right, let's head on down to DC Comics. Nine ninety-seven for Action Boy. Are we close to that one thousand? Are you order? I've seen a lot of people. Let me rephrase that and make it actual proper grammar. I have seen a lot of people talking about ordering the whole kit and caboodle for Action One Thousand. What do you mean? They're ordering all ten covers in the hardcover. Oh wow! A lot of people going crazy over this. Wow. I don't know that I would do that. I don't. I'm not getting the hardcover for sure. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably. I mean, I have this little voice in my head that always says "Cover A, Cover A, Cover A." Mm-hmm. His name is Kyle. That would be your brother, <laughs> more than a voice. Uh, but I mean, but then I like to like just cherry pick my favorite cover too. So maybe two. Hang on. We'll talk more on this when we do our uh, our uh, our fish through the previews, but just. The closer we get to that, the more I think. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be that'd be neat. Be a nice set, especially since you don't have an art germ set. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Awesome, Kare Andrews cover. It is really nice. Really, it cool. is really nice. Is that how you'd say that, Kare? I think so. Yes. You still read Detective? I'm not. Not even close. I'm way back. It's James Tinney in the fourth, and I I mm-hmm. dropped off after that whole thing with Tim Drake. And uh, so I'm not sure what's what's happening now. Yeah. I like Tim Drake. I should probably read those. Yeah, yeah. I would think that would be right up your alley. Gorilla God rocking that cover B. Howard Porter on the cover B. Let me see what's A. For Flash? Yep. Flash? Sorry. Mm. It's great radio, by the way. You like this? Yeah. Click, 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 clickety, click, click. Uh, Mr. Miracle, Director's Cut, number one. 
Uh, that looks cool. Original black and white Mitch Jared's art and the script by Tom King. Um, I've gotten a few of these. Uh, I didn't get this one. I don't know why. Mr. Miracle hasn't been quite the same, captured the same fascination as Vision. I still think it's great, but just not quite as good as the, the Vision was for me. Well, if you weren't impressed by that, how about Sideways, number one, from DC Comics, written by Dan DiDio and Justin Jordan, with Kenneth Rockefort on our end cover. During the events of Dark Knight's Metal, high school junior Derek James accidentally fell through a rift into the Dark Matter dimension, as sometimes happens. Did that happen now as... on the pages of Dark Knight Metal, or concurrently somewhere else? I am unaware. Now, as sideways, he can create rifts in midair to leap through dimensions at will. But will that, with that much power comes great liability, and cracks are starting to form in the fabric of the space-time continuum. Yeah, I, I read the little the preview pages in the back of uh, something, and uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um, so, so that's one I'm, I'm kind of curious about. Some of the other ones, like Damage have not really been that great. Um, mm -hmm. But um, I'm looking forward to Sideways. I hope it, it's a, a more of a hit. Here's our Art Germ Supergirl 18 cover homage. Homage from like an old Supergirl 1, if I remember correctly. Really? Yeah. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Suicide Squad has a, a, cool, a couple cool covers as well. We think DC's winning the cover wars, correct? Yeah, most definitely. No hoops to jump through. Just order it, pick it up, same price. Decide you want this wicked Jenny Frizen cover B on Wonder Woman, and psh, it's yours. It's yours. We heard uh, Wildstorm uh, Michael Cray, uh, number five is out, but we've heard there's going to be delays on the Wildstorm uh, proper in uh, at least a month. So that's too bad when that stuff happens. There you go. And Dark Knight's meta, wasn't it going to be uh, every other month for the, for the last half of Doomsday that? Clock is. Doomsday Clock, that's right. Yeah. Doomsday Clock. I, get those I think we're getting close to the end of metal. Yeah. Not that I can understand it anyway. Did we talk about Dark Knight's Rising, Rising the Wild Hunt? What is it? Dark Knight's Rising the Wild Hunt, number one. It's oh, another one of the... I flopped right by that one. The metal. That's what I did, too. I was like, oh, crap. Foil cover. This is another metal tie-in. We got, uh, of course, the the bad guy du jour in uh, Batman Who Laughs in the front. Continued from the pages of the best-selling Dark Knight's Metal, the Dark Knight rides through the farthest reaches of the multiverse to track down the unlikeliest of teams, the Flash Cyborg Raven and Detective Chimp. The mission... Keep these heroes from completing the desperate quest to save all of existence. Plus, Challenger's Mountain crackles with dark energy that will release an army of the world's most nightmare, the world's worst nightmares into the streets of Gotham City. This one shot also answers the question: Where are the Metal Men, and who is the last addition to the team? We like the Metal Men, so that'll be dope. Well, I like, and I like Detective Chimp, so I yep. should really read this. Uh, yep, definitely got to snag that. Um, yeah, I I, I flip flop on metal. I mean, yeah, I, I, there's a lot of it, but there's a lot of good. Metal. There's a lot of it, and it, yeah, it's it's taken a little too long. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it was more compressed into a two month cycle or something. I would have 
been loving a little bit more. We're looking at what six months? Yeah, that's not too shabby. It's not too shabby by uh, Marvel event standards, but it's <laughs> it's still long. That's true. That's true. All right, anything else in D.C., sir? Uh, no, no. Well, All right, let's head on down to IDW, where you're going to school me on what I need to get. Oh, let's just look at all this. Oh, no. Sorry, nothing. I like the cover on G.I. Joe Real American Hero 248. Dawn of the Arajakaki? Yeah, that. Okay. Dawn Marino's ultimate identity crisis continues as she battles to maintain her sanity against the dark memories of the original snake eyes that haunt her every waking moment. So she's the female snake eyes? Yeah, well, we've got a female snake eyes that's that's, that's stalking around now. Okay. That's replaced the OG snake eyes. And uh, I like this female snake eyes. It's a pretty cool looking character. Not enough to jump on the book, though. I don't know that I... I think I'd be lost. Yeah. And I don't care anything about a Goosebumps book that isn't written by R.L. Stein. And even then, you've aged out. <laughs> even, then, <laughs> even then, absolutely. All right, Drew, let's head on down to Image. We have Death of Love by Justin Jordan, uh, and art by Donnell Delay, Donald Delay. Uh, love sucks. Donald. Donald. <sighs> love sucks. Philo Harris is going to do something about it after gaining the ability to see the Cupid that make love work after a particular bad drunken decision, Philo ends up going to work war with love itself with a chainsaw. Okay, so plural of Cupid is not Cupid's. It's Cupidae? Cupidae. Cupidae? Yeah. Cupidae with an A-E on the end of it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, school me. All right, there we go. So Justin okay, Jordan's um, putting out a lot of books. and is he the, He's the spread guy, right? Any of these kick clicking with you? This one, this one sounds cool. It, it's it's got it's cutesy enough that uh, it it seems like fun. It's a one of five, four dollars a piece. Mm -hmm. It seems like it might be just a neat little book. We have the um, series finale of Invincible. It's a double size final issue, and was delayed a couple of weeks, so they mm -hmm. must have uh, added some extra pages. I'm guessing um, everything since issue one has been building to this, and nothing can prepare you. A um, lot of stuff's happened in this series, over 144 issues, as you can imagine. I've not read them all, but I've read maybe half. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's all pretty darn good, fun stuff. And it's, I always like to read the final issues and see how the creators end their story. So I'm looking forward to this. Absolutely. But it is six bucks. Yep. Kick-ass number one. Are you... I got one of these coming. I picked up one. Yeah. Yeah, it, it should be interesting. I, I'm going to read yeah. it. Who is the new kick-ass? There's a second printing of Ice Cream Man number one with a different cover. So, uh... Get it. Get that one. Creepy. Creepy. Super creepy. Yeah. Killer Be Killed uh, number 16. Train keeps a rolling. It does. It does love to see those as they get into the near 20 and continue up the ladder there. That's awesome. Rumble Volume 2 is on number 3. What did the first volume of Rumble get to? 15, 20, something like that? Yeah, 15, 16. Might, got, might have got 18. They might have yeah. done 3 arcs. Fifth issue of Slots, which has been a lot of fun. Mm hmm. 
Covers have been neat. I like the covers on these. David Latham's um, or Latham's Dury Bullets, Sunshine and Roses reaches 32. We've got to be getting close to the end of this. Um, I've been saying this for a long time, but it's <laughs> it's still great. It's just I, yeah. I just I think it's got to be getting close to the end, but mm-hmm. maybe it goes on for infinity. <laughs> uh, the second issue of the Twisted Romance Weekly is out. Um, I did have yet to read my first issue because it just came out, um, but I, I went ahead and bought all these, and uh, we'll see. You can just tell me how these are. I, I, I figured you would you would sit out sit these out. Yeah. Do you get any of these Youngblood uh, Liefeld covers cover bees? I got number one, and I got I got the Liefeld just for kicks. I think and that's what I got too. All right, Drew, let's head out and see what's Marvel. We gotta we gotta start picking random Marvels because they've been hitting lately. True. Yeah, we should. We need more information. Mm-hmm. Dear Marvel, please tell us when there's first appearances. <laughs> oh crap! I didn't even think we went back to Legacy Annual numbers. Ah. Uh. Look at that. That's so huh. Amazing Spider-Man's annual number 42. Yeah. Oh, that is cool. And we've got variant annual classic Marvel. Classic Marvel. What's that? There's two number 42s. There's there's an A cover and a cover B on an annual. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, the the first one the Hawthorne's a variant. Oh, okay. So we have this Avengers 680 and uh, anybody showing up in this one, you think? All right, let's read through this beast. See what we got here. No Surrender Part 6, Wonder Man and Beast team up in a desperate attempt to save Jarvis while the Avengers reel from the crushing loss of one of their own. No. no. Okay, Bad to the Bone Part 1 of Ben Riley's Scarlet Spider, Ben Riley's ally and new benefactor Cassandra Mercury. Hmm. Yep, nothing in that one intrigues me either. Captain America 698 is part one of the storyline uh, that ends in first in 700, a milestone issue. Uh, so you want to hop on now so you can enjoy that 700th issue, which I hope they do something and don't just do a variant with seven. Or is that DC that does that? Yeah, they just did the cover Bs with the yeah. 700. Yeah, so Marvel will celebrate the 700. Which, I mean, I think... By adding $2 to the Well, I still think they should celebrate it somehow. They don't have to raise the price, but... um, Doctor Strange. Donny Cates' Doctor Strange. These have been fun. Not as good of sellers as the Thanos, but um, at least not selling out as quickly as the Thanos. Mm -hmm. But still good. Old old Man Hawkeye has been hot, so snag this one up, because traditionally number two is usually the lower of the print runs of these, and the first one sold through very easily. Seems like a lot of people really liked it. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, Marvel 2-in-1, Fantastic 2, you got to check that out. It's been real fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. You don't like Fantastic 4? I forgot. Man, I love this Punisher and the war machine armor. This is so cool. It is. It's been really good, too. Um, that's man. That cover looks good. That's good, Matt. Matt Rosenberg. They're not all. All yeah. his stuff isn't great, but um, this one is one of the good ones. All right, Drew. Star Wars Thrawn number one by Jody Hauser. 
One of the most cunning and ruthless warriors in the history of Star Wars universe, Grand Admiral Thrawn, is back with a six-issue miniseries about how he became one of the most feared military tacticians in a galaxy far, far away. Written by Jody Hauser, who we know from the Rogue One adaptation, and drawn by Luke Ross, who did some Darth Maul and some Force Awakens adaptation, follow the conic ad adaptation of Timothy Zahn's New York Times best-selling novel about Thrawn's rise in the Imperial ranks. So, good to see we're getting some Thrawn back in canon. And and how do I know Thrawn again? You told me this before. You don't, unless you went did some back half stuff. But he's a a Grand Admiral Thrawn. He was he's a a very you know a good guy for the the the. Uh, what what movie was he in? He was not. He's he's in books. Never stuff. been in he's any a, of the movies. He's a legacy stuff. He's in, I believe, in the new Star Wars Rebels stuff as well. Okay, but he's got some uh, kind of force powers of his own, and he's got some really cool pets. Um, so okay, a very very neat and intriguing character, and I'm curious to see what translates over into new canon. Okay, very cool. We got both the second printings of X Men Grand Design number one and number two, with new covers. Uh, if you're so interested, they will be very low print runs, um, and we had a lot of we had a lot of damage issues on the first couple. Was that what I heard? I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe. Okay, I thought I heard that, but I wasn't completely sure. Well, that's pretty much all I see in Marvel. Yep, that's all I've got as well. Let's head on down to our smaller publishers, our Booms, our Onis, our Aftershocks. Uh, we've got Archie 28. Um, but I've, re I've read 28 straight issues of Archie. I mean, that should be celebrated right there. Absolutely. When's the last time? I, I've never read 28 straight issues of Archie. Mm -hmm. So hats off, Mark Wade. You did a really good job. You sucked me in. <laughs> no doubt. Animosity Evolution number four. Marguerite Bennett continuing to write Animosity. Yeah, the last one was okay. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Baby Badass. Um, one of these coming for me from Action Lab. Uh, these they hit every once in a while with something. I think Danger Doll is the last one that hit pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm hoping Baby Badass can do the uh, can repeat that. It is written by D. E. Schrader and Christian Horn with art by Tim Larson. Baby Badass didn't ask to be born. He's an escaped military experiment gone wrong. A swift, brutal, half-formed super soldier clone hybrid killing machine trapped inside the body of a baby. Together with Joe, <laughs> Joey, a sweet, sexy waitress from the New West Desert, they're on the run from the evil mother, M-O-T-H-E-R, in a dystopian disco future world gone mad. Yeah, it's probably... A lot going on there. A lot going on there. <laughs> um, it's a sample, folks. Might not. It might not hit. Cal Exit going to a third print. You know what Cal Exit needs to do is put out a second issue. That would be. That would also be nice. <laughs> Chasing Hitler three of four. I think I only got one and forgot about this title. Yeah. Um, it has been okay. Um, the <laughs> I'll take. Yeah. It. <laughs> so I've read the first three. I haven't read four yet, but. Is, is it coming out rich now? The, the third one. Yeah. The fourth one. It was it the fourth one? I thought it was the third, third one. Just now coming out. Yeah, chasing it like three or four. Okay. Okay, I must have read the first two, um, and they've, they've been good. All right. 
I know I ordered Cold War number one from Aftershock here. Christopher Sabella and Hayden Sherman on that. Panacea Cryonics offered its customers life after death by keeping their heads frozen until the day technology can rebuild them free of disease and death. However, as these everyday people from the past are revived, they're not handed the keys to a new life, but a gun, body armor, and an ultimatum. They must fight in a war against unknown opponents for unknown reasons to, to secure their place in a brand new world that doesn't want them around. That's right. That was a pretty cool premise. I think I grabbed several of this. Yeah. Because it just sounded cool. I was wrong. I didn't get Baby Badass. I ordered Black Betty. Also from ah, Action. You would. It was Black <laughs> Betty that I ordered. Written. How cheesecake did you go? I went cover A. Um, okay. Written by Sean Gabarine with art by Michaela DeSocco. Meet the newest member of the Zombie Tramp universe, Black Belly. Betty has made a living killing the unkillable. She's taken down monsters of every shape and size with a style all her own. But when a man's daughter is kidnapped by a local legend, Betty steps in to save her for a price. If you need it dead and you've got the cash, Betty's your girl. I think I think I got now I don't know. It could have been badass baby. I I think I chose between these two and I don't remember which one I chose. Yeah, flipped a coin. I may, I may have. But I'm sure you got Cavewoman Pool Party number one. <laughs> no, I did not. I oh, did not get that. Right. All right, just checking. I'm open. That's in my Easter bot basket. <laughs> hack and Slash versus Vampirella. Is that... You didn't do that one. That you did. I did Hack and Slash Resurrection. Hack Slash Resurrection. Yeah. You're right. I added an and. Oh, Judas number three. There we go. Jeff Loveless. Jacob Rebelka, Judas confronts Jesus in the pits of hell. Uh, disappointed in the art in this. Yeah, nothing, nothing. Right yeah, it's not great. The covers have been cool. Yeah. Like this cut, co- this cover, this uh, FOC cover. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah, those are nice. Did you end up adding the FOC covers? I believe I did. I know I did the first two. I don't know if I added this third one or not. Uh, it's the third issue of the Minky Woodcock Girl Who Handcuffed Houdini. Uh, what? Minky Woodcock, the girl who handcuffed Houdini. It is a hard case crime book. Ah, Not the right. best of the series. But issue two was better than issue one. So I'm hoping uh, that trend continues. Holy crap. Neverland trade paperback from 451 Media. Oh. That was a very interesting. I remember that from a long time ago. Did you get ago. that series? Uh, I did the first two, I think, on it. It was very on the nose with a lot of uh, Lost Boys, and they pretty much took every single facet of Neverland and Peter Pan and spoofed it a little bit, gave it a modern twist. I I, I felt it, like I said, a little too on the nose with kind of the weird tweaks they made to things. Speaking of long overdue, Skyborne number five from Boom Studios, written by Frank Cho, with art by Frank Cho. Yeah. I remember reading four a long time ago, and there was a huge delay from three to four. So this has to be, if not two years, pretty close to two years from issue one to issue five. I would say, oh, I would say it's got to be close to that. Um, Frank Cho must have been busy doing other covers and stuff, so mm-hmm. uh, didn't get back to this. But now this is the final issue. It's oversized. The final battle over the fate of Excalibur begins with Skyborne outmanned and outgunned by Merlin 
and his supernatural forces. Will the magical weapons of the mountaintop foundation be enough to slay the beasts? Uh, I probably should read this, but I won't have any idea what's going on because it's been so, so, so long um, since I read a la the final, a last issue. I have no idea how delayed this is, but it, it's been canceled and resolicited. Well, it does say December 2016. So it's at least a year, at least a year since late. Jeez. Oh my goodness. Stabity Bunny number two. No comment. No need to talk anymore about it. Just snag you some Stabity Bunny. You were right. Did I tell you you were right? Yeah. Did I tell you you were no, right? You, no. Do you want to add <laughs> You were right. Enjoy it. Drew, how much do you love Xena Warrior Princess? I don't know that at all. Okay. Dynamite Entertainment. Xena number one from Meredith Finch. With Vincente Kifuentes on art. I was not a Xena guy. This, this um, show was on what channel? Uh, I I never watched it. I know it came out like in maybe I was too old for it or young for it or something. I don't remember. But it we didn't get TV. Yeah, it wasn't really so. in my wheelhouse, and I don't know if we had the channel. All right, Drew. I got nothing else. How about you, sir? Uh, I don't think so. I think that's it. All right, Drew. This is the part of the podcast where I ask you what is going to be the next Thanos. What is going to be the next Teen Titans twelve? What is going to be the next whatever that was last this week? The Amazing Spider-Man. What's going to be the next book to go out to your LCS grab and immediately throw on eBay and make fifteen dollars? Drew, what you got for me? Well, I was thinking it was going to be Cold War or by Aftershock. Although I'm not sure if any of my Aftershock picks has, have ever hit. Uh, I sure yeah. am intrigued by them when they come out, and I get excited for them. So I'm going to go with Cold mm -hmm. War number one. I echo that. Cold War number one is a great pick, sir. Um, I'm trying to think here. What's a good one? Did I steal yours? That, that was the one I was eyeballing. But there were more. But yeah, that was the one I was eyeballing. Well, you know, Judas, of course, I'm getting. Of course, Stabity Bunny 2 is uh, going to make you some money. So you can't beat that one. Ice Cream Man, number one, second print. You definitely want to run out and get that one as well, I'm thinking. I don't, I'm getting Kick-Ass number one, cover A, but I, I don't... I doubt that one catches fire. If you can only pick no, one. Of course. If you can only pick one of your 75 picks you just laid out there. <laughs> Supergirl 18, cover B. That's my favorite of the art germs so far. Okay. Nice. Yep. Yep, that's my pick. So... Well, thank you for listening to the Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself. If you're listening to us on iTunes, feel free to drop us five stars and say a couple wonderful, nice things about us. It's been a long time since people patted us on the back, and we're starting to starting to get a little teary-eyed here <laughs> over that. So, yeah, if you haven't done that, we'd much appreciate it. It moves us a little bit higher and higher on the podcasting ranks. Um, if you have an idea what the next big comic book is this week on Valentine's Day, feel free to toss us an email, a tweet, or a message on our Facebook, and uh, tell us what you think about this week. If there's something you're going out and get, let us know. Or if you think we are crazy for thinking Stabity Bunny number two is going to be a big book, feel free to drop that in there and let us know as well. Well, thank you once again for listening for Drew and for myself. See ya! <laughs>